0: From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer, and this is the weekend update for Saturday, November 20th, 2021. Let's get into those crypto prices first. Bitcoin is sitting at $58,020, up 0.3% in 24. Ethereum $4,261, up a percent in 24. Binance Coins in the number 3 spot at $582, up a percent. Taylor's in the number four spot and Solana, number five at 210 down 1.1%. Running off the top 10, Cardano, XRP, Polkadot, USDC, and Dogecoin. Oh, and by the way, SHIB dropped down to 12, and Avalanche is in number 11. (laughs) I remember interviewing this guy when this first came out, Avalanche first launched, and I just was like, another protocol. You know, it's always hindsight, always hindsight. And when you're interviewing people in this space, you interview a lot of people, you talk to a lot of people, so everything seems like the new thing. And sometimes it is, <laughs> and you just miss out and you kind of like kick yourself because it's like, I was there. I was talking to the guy. Anyway, just a little uh, introspective analysis of podcasting in this space. Total market cap, we're at $2.58 trillion, a BTC dominance of 42.4, and an F dominance of 19.5. Moving into today's headlines $12 billion to hacks and scams have been lost in DeFi over the past two years mostly on Ethereum, the sector has over $250 billion of assets running through its veins. And if you guys remember, we started the podcast a little over a year ago, back in around June of 2020. At that time, it was about $1 billion. So needless to say, the sector has grown a lot, a lot, a lot. $2 billion of this money has been stolen directly from decentralized applications. So basically, there's been smart contract breaches or vulnerabilities, and they just basically stole it from dApps but it also attributes an additional 10 billion dollars in losses to declining token value as a result of fraud or theft 8.6 billion of this has come from ethereum while 2.5 billion has come from binance smart chain and this is since 2020 squares tbd division now i'm wondering if that's the division's name actually i don't know <laughs> i just don't know is it the tbd division like they don't have a name yet so they call it tbd division or is actually the division's name they keep referring it to TBD, so I'm assuming this is the division's name. Still don't have clarification just because of the nature of the way it's named. It's super interesting. Anyway, which this division was first announced in July. Today released a white paper presenting the TBDex. The white paper claims the TBDex is a proposal for discovering liquidity and exchanging assets such as Bitcoin fiat, fiat money for real world goods. The TBDX is going to be built around the concept of Bitcoin. So it's not going to be built on Ethereum. It's going to be built around the concept of Bitcoin and not built on top of Bitcoin, but it's going to be a series of on and off ramps to Bitcoin. Uh, As we all know, uh, Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Square and Twitter, he's a Bitcoin bull. Uh, I want to go as far as to say maybe a maximalist, but he is not really all about Ethereum or anything else besides Bitcoin. So I guess that's why they're doing it this way. As we know, a DAO was set up to buy the Constitution, called Constitution DAO. And this was basically a bunch of investors that pulled their money together on a DAO and Ethereum to try to purchase a rare copy of the U.S. Constitution. Well, the, this is interesting because they lost their bid, as we all know, to a billionaire, Ken Griffin, who isn't the most pro-Bitcoin kind of person from what I hear. Anyway, Griffin is the founder and CEO of Citadel. And I also want to mention the All In podcast today. If you guys don't listen to the All In podcast, I've mentioned it on the show many times. Great show, great discussions with some really brilliant investors and venture capitalists and, you know, just entrepreneurs. So, listen into it today because they have pretty much a 30-minute section about talking about this situation, the implications of it, what's right, what's wrong. And, well, you know what, J. Cal, uh, Jason Calacanis, if you're listening, Jason, and you do listen to the show, uh, I think you were right with this. But here's where Jason loses the battles, and this is what I actually figured out last week and this week. J. Cal makes a kind of a general statement, goes out there and says, I think this generally, macroly, about a certain topic. And then the other besties, either David Freeberg or David Sachs or Chamath Palapatea, they start going into the nuances and the details of what Jason says, and then Jason starts to lose his battles because they start just like basically teaming up on him, piling in on, on him with details of trying to figure out how this would operate, because that's what they are, is they're investors, they try to figure out if it's good investments, uh, they think of the g- good ideas, but they say, is this really going to work, and let's try to tear it apart to see if it actually has a good fit within the market. And that's what they actually start doing to Jason, is Jason makes this... General statement: DAOs are going to change things. I think they're going to change things, and then you have Chamath coming in in here, talking about just like the uh, what what they're buying, how they're investing, how it's being used, who's getting the money, who's pulling the money, and, and they just start breaking down Jason's idea. Anyway, it was a great conversation. I think there is so much right in that conversation. I think Jason Calacanis, he was right with his observations of what a DAO could be used for and the power in the financial inclusion and the access to financial products that a DAO could have in the future, as well as the other besties, they really go into talking about what needs to be done. Actually, they actually just start creating a framework of how a DAO can operate, operate legally, operate within parameters, operate in a way that people don't use their shirts and operate in a way that is beneficial and gives people financial access. And well, take a listen. And finally, Hillary Clinton at Bloomberg's New Economy Forum, weighs in on cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. She says, "In quote, What looks like a very interesting and exotic effort has the potential for undermining currencies, for undermining the role of the dollar as reserve currencies, for destabilizing nations. She continues to say, There's a whole new layer of activity that could be extremely destabilizing or in the wrong hands or alliances with the wrong people, could be direct threats to many of our nation states and certainly to the global currency markets. I would love to hear what you have to say about Hillary Clinton's comments about cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. Email me, MatthewAaron at decrypt.co, Aaron A A R O N at decrypt.co. If you want to see it on video, it's everywhere. Just search it in Twitter, uh, searches on on YouTube, it's everywhere. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Again, this is Matthew Diemer for Decrypt Media. This is the Decrypt Daily, and I will see you on Monday. And until then, happy hodling, everyone.